Hey there, I'm Stephanie, the Inspirationalist, and welcome. I wanted to tag at the end of my last, uh, throw a tag, a little tag at the end of my last um, podcast where I talked about um, suicide. Um, there, I did it with my group, which is a fellowship group that I have that gets together about once a month, and we did talk about that in December. And so I wanted to, since I know January is the most a month where more people commit suicide during the month of January. But then there, as we think about it, there's a lot of suicides that's going on now because of the condition that our world is in. Um, there was a mega pastor some months ago. Um, uh, um, he had some, he was a, actually he was a mega pastor. He was a mental health advocate and he committed suicide. Um, but these are the words that he said is he said these words, loving Jesus does not always cure suicide thoughts and depression, uh, PTSD and anxiety, but Jesus always offers compa- offer companionship and comfort in quote, uh, those words ignited some concerns about persons contemplating suicide. Uh, one of the concerns is because of the position that he was in, um, uh, one of the thoughts and con- concerned of uh, which I had thought of uh, will his death influence people who are under his teachings that suffer from mental health? He was an advocate for mental health to do the same. Will it in- will it influence him to do the same? And my other question is: Does a person who commits suicide go to hell? Um, what does the Bible really say about suicide? Um, it's kind of uh, uh, many people that are committing suicide today are are um, uh, wanting out of here, you know. And and, and it's the, the sad part about it is that when it begins to happen in the household of faith, um, where the believers of Christ is, and God actually, when you think about suicide, God does not want you to die by committing suicide. That is not His desire for you to die by committing suicide. Uh, I read this quote a few months ago that talked about suicide. It says, suicide is a permanent solution to temporary life problems. The problems that we face are just temporal. They can be temporal. They may not even last for a long period of time. It seems that they're probably, you know, when you're really in a dire situation or a very uh, stressful situation, especially nowadays, it seems like it's not going to end. Uh, people usually don't see a way out. Uh, they don't see a light, as they say, at the end of the tunnel. All they see is just darkness around them. And uh, uh, <clears throat> many, it, uh, as far as uh, 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 interaction with other people and connection with other people, um, some people don't. It's not a lot of that today. It, it, it appears to me that the world, society is more or less uh doing things to make people really isolate themselves rather than to uh, come together, communicate, talk, and discuss things about their feelings and emotions and stuff like that. But um, it, it, like I said, that salt, uh, suicide is a permanent solution to temporary life problems. That really, when I read that quote, and I heard it quite a bit, that is such a true statement. Thoughts of suicide can mentally shift you to a place where you think the situation will never change. As I was just saying, I can't, you feel like I can't do anything about the way I feel. I should give up. I'm better off to, I'm better off if I unalive myself. Um, and they will suffer when I'm gone. 
you're putting it on someone else. I'm going to make them suffer because of the way I feel. I'm going to, they're going to really suffer when that's not always the case. Um, everybody handles death very differently. They grieve it very differently. And um, so it's like a deceptive way of saying it that they will suffer when I'm gone. Um, uh, you really don't know that. The pain of loss affects everyone you know, including people who may not know you. A lot of times, uh, people that have experienced the loss of people, especially in the time that we're living in, and I experienced that back in 2017, multiple people dying in your family, um, it affects you. You know, you don't even have to know the person. Sometimes it's sometimes you're in that kind of zone where it kind of affects you when you hear about a loss because you empathize, you sympathize with the pain because why you've experienced the pain. But suicide is against the commandment. What does the commandment says? It says, "Die shall not kill." What is suicide? Suicide is self-murder. Let me talk about Paul. Paul experienced a thorn in his flesh which tormented and harassed him. He pleaded with God three times to remove it. Jesus said this to him, My grace is sufficient for you. My loving kindness and my mercies are more than enough, always available, regardless of the situation. My power is being perfected and is complete, completed and shows itself most effectively in your weakness. In that 2 Corinthians 12 and 9. And people, you may think, how can God show himself in my weakest point in my life, my weakest moment in my life? It's because of the spirit man. And I often talk about, you know, people talk about energy and and uh, universal spirit and universal energy and all this stuff. Uh, but the power and the mercies and the love and the, and the, as he said here, my grace is sufficient, more than enough, available. It's always available to you. It's that spirit man that's made strong. That spirit man is strong. When that spirit man is strong, it can overpower how the flesh feels. Why? Because we depend on Jesus Christ. We depend on the Lord's uh, strength in our weakest moment. Jesus knew we would suffer trauma in this life. He already knew that. Although the thorn in his flesh remained, those words empowered Paul. Paul said this, when I'm weak in human strength, then I'm strong, truly able, powerful, drawn from God's strength. 2 Corinthians 2 and 12, 12, I'm sorry, 2 Corinthians 12, 10. Jesus assured him that his grace and loving kindness was in action. He is present, he is present, knows are your infirmities is merciful and to know his power is at work within you is peaceful there is a future for you a testimony that will touch the hearts of others who are experiencing suicidal thoughts oftentimes we think about the what ifs what if that pastor who experienced the suicidal thoughts and before he actually um, went before he actually did it what a testimony to him to testify to people. Because sometimes when people, you know, when we relate to people at that moment, this is what I'm really dealing with. 
but I felt the peace of God over this. Now, what if he'd said, you know, I've been really dealing with this suicidal thoughts in my mind, but this is what the Lord Jesus Christ did for me. This is the peace that I felt with on the inside of me. It was because of Jesus Christ that I was able to weather that storm. Zacchaeus, a wealthy man, followed Jesus in desperation. When Jesus recognized him, he told Zacchaeus, I must stay at your house. The people complained, why is he Why is he going to a sinner's house? Why is Jesus going to a sinner's house? You know, people use this, uh, this story here to justify people connecting to sin. This is not what Jesus did. He did not connect to the sin. He went to the sinner's house, but the sin did not control him. This is what he said. Jesus later told um, Zacchaeus, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. He had a purpose for going to the sinner's house. Despite life status, Christ seeks to rescue you from suicide. Zacchaeus, no, he wasn't suicide. My reasoning for giving this particular uh, example here is because I love when Jesus said here, for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. When you feel like you're lost, he's there to save you and snatch you out of the hands of the tormentor, uh, of depression, uh, PTSD. Uh, He's there to snatch you out of that. If you are experiencing suicidal thoughts, um, this is one of the newest things that I've just learned that connect with the professional or call. It's a 988 number. A suicidal crisis line which will connect you to a crisis center. There are licensed secular and Christian psychologists, psychiatrists, psychotherapists, and counselors who have helped people recover through depression, trauma, abuse, loss of loved ones, divorced, and the list continues, which all contributes to suicidal thoughts and suicidal suicide. There are professionals out there that is willing to help. I mean, that you can contact. There's services out there. You may not know until you contact. uh, uh, Put forth an effort to call someone. Please call someone and let them know. I don't care if it's a friend or somebody. Call someone let them know if you are experiencing suicidal thoughts or, or, or contemplating suicide. God spoke these words to Jeremiah. Behold, I am the Lord the God of all flesh, in there, is there anything too difficult for me? Jeremiah 32, 27. The possible that seems impossible to you is the impossible that is possible possible for God to do. God is, he, he makes those things that seem like they're impossible, possible. And there's always a possibility of you getting through suicidal thoughts. Thank you for listening.